This one is called the pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes, indeed. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Oh, how sweet it is. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from Chobo Studios in beautiful downtown Van Nuys. That's right. All right. All right. Today's show is called Unsubscribe with Joe Williams. And unsubscribing is about unsubscribing to limiting scary beliefs that get in the way of us taking healthy risks and steps in the direction of our good, inspired steps. Um, and in around the year with Emmett Fox, January 19th, which was two days before us recording this. Yes. We've talked about this a lot, and this is what I've been using as my primary prayer and meditation technique lately. It's called the golden key. And I'm just going to read one paragraph. Um, the actual method of working is simplicity yes. itself. All that you have to do is this. Stop thinking about the difficulty, whatever it is, and think about God instead. This is the complete rule. And if only you will do this, the trouble, whatever it is, will presently disappear. It may be big or little. It may concern health, finance, a lawsuit, a quarrel, an accident, or anything else conceivable. But whatever it is, just stop thinking about it and think of God instead. This is all you have to do. The thing could not be simpler, could it? And yet it never fails to work when given a fair trial. And then from Matthew nineteen twenty six, with God, all things are possible. That's when two things happened to me when I was first reading that. Mike Dugan yeah. gave me this, turned me on to this in 1986. Right. And the one was, it's too simple to really be effective. But the other one was, and was the driving thought that actually prevailed, thank goodness, was I want to believe it's this easy. Because I, I can't, I can't make, I, I, I was so overwhelmed by life. And that's when Dugan shared that great um, statement when he said that, you know, Daryl, many are too smart, but no one's too ignorant. Are too stupid. We're too dumb to live this way because it it's that simple. I want to be simple. I want to believe this stuff works. But the best part of it all, even if you just want it to believe it works, like in my case, it works. You'll get the results. It's been working wonders for me. I was talking to Stephen Tom Thorpe last night, and it's just really it takes practice because and it takes faith because we've forgotten our divine inheritance most of the time, by the way we've been conditioned to live. It's like we live in a, a sprawling 5,000-acre estate, but we started living in the outhouse on the front of the property, and we never bothered to look back and see, wait, there's a whole other thing that's supporting us, and it's already ours, and we don't have to earn it. We just have to claim it. 
I think the outhouse is in the back of the property. No, no, in this case. Oh, okay, yeah, like case, that. We made it our little we home. We made a little outhouse at the very front Close of the to property. The road. Or it could be we went in the back one day to use the outhouse and forgot about the front part. But the, the main thing is we look out and we see the world, but we never look behind the outhouse and realize like we are. You know, we have inherited right. this divine inheritance, and it, it's very real, but our mind has forgotten it. So this this method of inviting God into every nook and cranny of our lives, this light, it's come back in. It's just turning the light back on in our lives. Yes. I'm going to read this, but it's funny that you're saying that, because on the way here, there's a new Dolly Parton song called yeah. Don't Make Me Come Down There. Yeah. And, it, and in it is a line about, it's basically God singing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek... Yeah. Uh, you know, one of her songs that she's so good at creating. And in it, she says, you know, if you don't heed me, you will not, you will never succeed. And I started to think, like, because a lot of people think, you know, God's going to come down and punish him. Or if I don't heed him, heed this, like, weird idea of God. But then when my mind clicked, well, wait a minute, that's true, because the Bible wasn't saying a punishing God. It was basically saying, since the definition in the Bible, God is love. Right. It's saying, if you don't operate with love and generosity towards yourself and towards others, then you're not going to succeed in life. That's 100% right. And most of us, this episode is about two things. It's unsubscribing, but when we unsubscribe, we're, it's really about taking the risk. To really live and be ourselves. Yeah, and it's also about just like if you're on YouTube or whatever, it's it's about unsubscribing to those channels that don't feel good, that don't yes. nourish you, and, and resubscribing to the truth of who you are. And that's what you're saying. It feels like this huge risk because these voices yeah. are going, "Yeah, that doesn't even exist. There is no you. You're screwed." But we got to unsubscribe to the channels yes. that are squawking that stuff and reconnect with the voice that is. It, this is what Daryl put this out for me, and I've been using it lately. It, you know it's a good risk if it started with inspiration, yeah. and then these voices started getting scared and telling you, don't do it and all that. That's the kind of risk you want to find. Use yeah. these tools to, to keep moving forward with. So it's let's hear that, and let's get on with well, the Well, that show goes here. perfect with this yeah. reading, because yeah. this is... Uh, here it is, folks. This is from a book called Easyosophy. Yes. It's a former guest that was on our show called Ann Sermons Gillis. It's a, I highly recommend this book. Yes. It's thin, like we like them. Yes. Big print and has great stuff. Yeah. And this is on, if you have the book, this is on page 41. And here we go. If you had just said no the first time and second time and all the times that you did not want to do the thing you did, then you wouldn't need to explode. When the tendency to say yes to things you don't want to do becomes a way of life, you completely lose your peace of mind and finally your health. And I'm going to wrap it up with one sentence from God Grant Me. Dependency is about losing the ability to say no. Yeah, and the ability, I mean, it, it's a voice a program that jumps up inside of us and it's not it's telling us all sorts of scary things about ourselves and our worthiness and why we can't say no and that's why this stuff takes practice and faith yes. because we're reprogramming our subconscious mind to comply with a higher truth of who we actually are and then that takes time and it can be scary and it can feel like nothing's working 
But that's when we listen to shows like this. When we have friends that we talk to, we call Silent Unity. So first of all, let's thank our Patreon folks. Oh, no, no. We want to be a member of the Funniest Thing Club. Daryl, why don't you tell them what that is? They might already be a member. You 100%. might already be a member. If yes. you're watching this Most or Most likely you are or you dabble in being a member. And remember, we practice the non-membership member philosophy. Yes, so. which is you're a member, but you don't have to even say you're a member or pay any dues or anything. It's a way of life. It's a way uh, of seeing things. Yeah, I'm, doing things. I'm actually going to describe what a member is of the Funniest Thing Club so you can decide for yourself. We're a group of truth enthusiasts who live each day as ambassadors of God's love. As we consciously radiate love, we perform everyday miracles and experience better than expected outcomes. If you're already living this way or strive to, then you may consider yourself a member. We motivate one another by simply sharing how miracles occurred naturally in our circumstances as a result of living lovingly and expectantly, which could literally translate to practicing the presence of God in the situation, which is what the golden key that we open the show with by Emmett Fox is all about. Yeah, that's true. It's practicing realizing that there's a presence of God that's always here. There's a presence of love that is always there helping us and supporting us and, and becoming receptive to it so that when we're acting, we're not acting with this limited feeling, these limited resources and trying to put on false faces and where we can actually act from inspiration, which is very powerful. And speaking of inspiration, thank you to everyone on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash funniest thing. You are helping this show move along. Yes. Swimmingly. Um, We've had someone, I'm not going to mention the name, uh, who b bumped up their Patreon this week. Yes, so thank, thank you, you so you much. You know who you are. We appreciate you. It's very easy to get on there. There's a button for even $3, $5, $10, $25. And it's really helping this ministry to continue to expand and uh, bless other people and yeah. bless you in the process. Because when you invest in things that you love and circulate your energy towards the things you love, it comes back to you magnified and multiplied. And... You let go of this tyrant of fear around money yeah. and realize that it's your friend. And then when you do that, anything's possible because you're no, no longer afraid of money. If money's your friend, man. Money loves you. Let it in. Let it circulate. Let more come in as a result. So patreon.com yes. forward slash funniest thing. Um, <coughs> excuse me. We want to thank the listeners who have sent us things as well at funniest thing. P.O. Box 1312, yep. Culver City, California, 90232. We got a postcard from Kirky. <clears throat> and uh, I'm not going to show you the front because it's a not. What did you say last? Fit for television? It's not suitable. fit for uh, suitable for popular consumption. Yeah, but the quote is from Neville Goddard. It says, "The reason men condition their desires is because they constantly judge after the appearance of being and see things as real, forgetting that the only reality is the consciousness back of them. To see things as real." is to deny that all things are possible to God. That's from Neville. It says all things are possible to God. And that I oh. think I think it's like uh, mistakenly seeing and conditions as permanent. That's why there's my shirt on the show. If you're not on the YouTube, hop on the YouTube, subscribe. We're going for the thousand subscribers and this year. And everyone's we've been getting people jumping on board on a regular basis. But you'll see I have a shirt that says not today, Satan. And we learned that Satan really means just believing in your five senses, that only what you can see and touch and feel. There's no, because in the Bible, in the in Hebrew like tradition, there's not two powers. There's not God and then this Satan. 
Satan is just looking at looking things at things through the lens that they're static, that they can't be changed, that we're victims yeah. of what was going on around us, rather than understanding that we are creators of what's going on around us. Yes. We have a big say in what's going on. So we need to unsubscribe to the limiting beliefs. Yes. No, you have some good readings here. I was going to bring up Ed the other day. Two things happened during my meditation and Ed's conversation with someone at his work. Yeah. When uh, they said to you, you got to take in consideration. Oh, yeah, because I've been reaching out, actually reached out to a lot of people this week regarding, and I've been taking days off from work to address physical, mental health, and um, just following that inspired flow and, and practicing the presence and all of this. And I was, t and so I've been talking to everyone. I'm very transparent. Talked to my, the lady who teaches in my room. And she said, wow, I've been thinking of doing the same thing. Taking so said, time, being, saying yes. Oh, this is what and, Dugan and said too. No to you is a yes to me. Mm. Being able to say no to what I think I must do or else I might look bad yeah. is actually a yes to the real me, which goes perfect with what your principal Which ends up you. being a yes to everyone else because my, yes. the teacher that I work with ended up saying, I've been thinking of looking into support myself. I've been going through the same thing. So I said, do it because then we can talk about it together. And it'll be better for everyone. And then I told my principal what I've been doing. Because I said, you know, I'm going to start taking days if I need to. I need to start supporting myself more. I want you to know, like, what's going on. And she said, yeah, I know. I feel the same way. And she just happened to say, and I, I, almost, I forgot about it in that moment. And I told Daryl about it later. But she said, yeah, because you got to think about where you're going to be in five years. And I said, she's like, and she said, I've been really thinking about this too. And people were telling me, oh, you got a great job. And she's like, yeah, but... I have to think about for myself, where, how is this affecting me and where am I going to be in five years? And then I told Daryl about this and, he, and then yeah. he told me something. I was on my walk and just earlier that day, that same day Ed told me, so I was like, holy cow, I can't believe you're saying that because just that day in my meditation, I recalled something that I learned years ago, which, was, which helps you unsubscribe to the things you're currently saying yes to or or just things you're doing that we kind of get into a routine and we're complacent to making any change, even a little change. You know, we get into this rut. And the thing is, see yourself the five year from now, Ed or Daryl or you, your, your listener, what would that person be? The, the person that you would really want to see yourself five years from now what would they be encouraging you to do right now? And it almost compels you like to not just go, ah, just go along with it. I'll just say yeah. it. It compels me when I think this way. And I remember when I was really implementing that idea in my life, how effective it was in taking the fear out of saying no. Yeah. Because when I'm not thinking of that, Daryl, the one that I, I see myself as five years from now, I tend to just go along, all right, I'll do it. You know, I don't want to upset anyone. Yeah. But when you're thinking of the person in that more successful arena five right. years from now, whatever that is to you, it could be healthier, it could be in the jo job yeah, you yeah. see yourself in, whatever that is, that you'll start feeling the real you compelling you or encouraging you I'm going to say no to this, and I'm going to say yes to this. Yeah, It is an incredible tool, well, and, we, I, and I don't yeah. know how we both thought of it on the same day, because it really compels us to act 
in a much more healthier way towards ourselves and toward those around us. Well, I know exactly how, because the divine mind obviously wanted us to hear that again, because for me, it came from my principle, and for you, it came through your meditation (laughs) of something so long ago. But you know what? You know what motivated it, too? Because I actually have that workshop. I have a teen workshop, folks. If you're in uh, Los Angeles, if you're a teen, or if you know a teen who would benefit from uh, Create Your Best Life via journaling or i call joinaling um it's this week the 25th of january at 4 30 at the central library and i was thinking In of Los those Angeles. yeah and during my meditation sometimes my mind will think of how my good can benefit others yeah. and as a result of thinking what i could share with these teens and in addition to whatever i was going to already had planned to say that thought that memory came up yeah and then Ed brought reinforced it later. And and the main thing these things come up, like it's not to yes, it was nice that I did the generosity prayer. What can I say to benefit these kids? But it's always something that we need to heed for ourselves. hundred percent. You know, because that tool is helping me these past few days. Yeah, well the truth always sets us free and we need to be set free before we can even begin to encourage others to be set free. And and the and part of the reason why this five year thing works is because we have to program the GPS of our subconscious to know where it's going. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah, because it's our our imagination's creating our life so much more than we realize. All the time. When we're thinking of a meal, we've already imagined eating it. And I was talking to Josh on the way here. We're all you've already eaten those eggs. 20 times before they even hit your plate, you know, because you're tasting them while you're making them, you're thinking yeah, about you're right. it. So that's the way we want to be with our life. And if we don't, we need to take the time because believe it or not, and I can tell you this because of what I'm unraveling in my job, you are creating your life experience 100%, 100%. And in so many ways. And this is very, very empowering. You got Ed said something very empowering this week, and you should say it now before we read these little things here. We got these important letters. That everything and every... Oh, I know what you're saying. Oh, yes. the misery part? Or yes, you've got to share that. Okay, so I've been doing the the Emmett Fox, practicing the presence, Golden King, everything. And, you know, there's I hit the wall where I'm like, what the hell? I used to be doing all this stuff, and I thought that was getting me somewhere. Now I'm not doing anything. Am I, is this really going to work? And then I woke up on Thursday morning... And I was a different person, man. Like, I was myself. Like He was resurrected. I was totally resurrected. <laughs> I was healthy again. And anything I thought of, any stress around it, dissolved in the, in the awareness that I had. And then that awareness told me, just go back to sleep, take another day off. And I didn't do it, man. And... I instead I said no I'm gonna I'll I'll make it I'll you know I'll tough it out for this day of school I think I can do it. Immediately I started coughing on my way to work. My energy was gone. I mean I went from heaven to like basically hell quickly. And thankfully I was like I had the tools. I talked to you. You gave me a good shellacking. But in that state of mind, and especially as I drove, and my and my mind, this old mind just kicked back in and started generating this hellish ideas. I realized that all suffering is self-generated yes it's all self-generated it, it, it does not exist in the mind of god in the mind of the universe it only exists in our mind in the way we are functioning in that moment and it was so liberating to think that let's get on with this man. yes yeah yeah okay do that unity of tust and shared our show on facebook such a great unity truth podcast loving the episode called the universe is playing your song sing along be uplifted and inspired 
Donna Amato loved when you shared visualizing about during your meditation about being in a happy place. Yes. She said, oh, my God, Daryl, we used to go to Third Ward Park in Passaic and feed the ducks, too. For me, if I visualize during meditation, I'm sitting in front of a glistening pond. Yes. Engulfed by beautiful flowers, tadpoles swimming with butterflies flying by. Lately, I just listen to meditative music and yeah. to the sound of my breathing. I love Donna Amato. <coughs> well, we both grew up near there. That's why. And I forgot how much I loved tadpoles when I was a kid. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Lisa Smith said, she emailed us and said, hi, Daryl and Ed. I decided to flip the script. Ha ha. Oh, and she said, hi, Ed and Daryl. I had a fun incident. <laughs> she said, I had a fun incident and yesterday and I'd like to share. As an ACIM's teacher and student, that's Course in Miracles, my goal is to view people with Christ vision. Yes. While at work, I passed by a person who was a new hire and I didn't know her name. I'm trying to be in the habit of silently blessing people as I pass them. So I verbally said hello to her, silently blessed her, and we walked past each other. I said to myself, you really need to introduce yourself to people and ask their names. Then the words from a Doors song popped into my head. Hello, I love you. Won't you tell me your name? I laughed, but then as it sunk in, I thought, wow, if I want to see people with Christ vision, I need to set the intention to love first. Yeah. I saw this as a reminder to put forth the love before moving on to the relationship. Yes. Wouldn't it be great if we all greeted each other this way? Hello, I, I love you. you. How are you today? How beautiful our relationships would be. I love it when God speaks to me like this, humorous yet deep. Have a great day, Lisa Schmidt. Thank you, Lisa. We're going to reach out to you with a date for you to come on the show because we saw the other email as well. Can you sing that line, the new line again? Hello, I love you. How are you today? Yes. That can be an intro to our show. So uh, check out our website, DarylNed.com. Everything's there. Thank you to Chief Engineer out in Kansas City, Kansas. His name is Jeff Comfort, and each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yes. Thank you also to Chief Engineer Indy Fawcett right here at Chobo Studios. How are you today? Doing great, and I'm resubscribing. The funniest thing with Daryl and Ed after I unsubscribe from things that don't serve me. Thank hey. you, buddy. Yes. <laughs> you want to be a part of Chobo Studio, go to chobostudios.com. You can book the studio, podshuttle.io, and Indy will edit your stuff so it can get up there on TikTok or YouTube or the Instagrams and all of these things that are out there, man. Thank He's the you, best. Thank you so much. You'll see our stuff at Daryl at Daryl and Ed on Instagram. Funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on YouTube. We have a new TikTok, Daryl and Ed. You'll see our stuff there. So check it out. Um, shout out to the prayer line, Silent Unity, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. I used it today, this week. I also used the, the app and I called them. And this woman, I think it was the same person who prayed when I called for Elliot when he went back to school this year. And she gave me the best affirmation for me at that moment let's hear it because i had been getting really caught up in non-peaceful thinking because i was just unearthing what was going on in my head but she said i am guided by peace and i am blessed yes and then i it just made it so simple that's so true when i allow myself to be guided by peace no matter what's going on uh. in my mind just that's what this emmett fox style of um golden king let the peace guide me and see what happens. It's amazing. Today's show is called Unsubscribe with Joe Williams. Ooh. Unsubscribe to the belief that it will be difficult, a struggle, or impossible to attain your desire. 
Contrary to our fears, opportunities abound. Yes. Trust that all your needs will be met as you proceed with faith. Always. Unsubscribe to the stifling idea that you better not take the risk for fear of looking bad and that you'll be better off if you don't rock the boat. <laughs> On this episode, Daryl and Ed remind each other and listeners that all growth is risk. It's true. You can't grow without taking a risk. I beefed up this last part. I didn't Okay, let's yet. hear it. I got to hear this. And during the second segment, today's guest... Almighty artist Joe Williams gets our sparks flying and encourages us encourages us to go for it with today's reading faith. That's the perfect Almighty for Art- Joe Williams. You know that picture of him with the sp- welding? Yeah, welding. Yeah. yeah, so he's gonna get our sparks flying, man. We love Joe Williams. We haven't seen him in ages. I can't he, wait. He literally took us to the best barbecue I've ever had. When Me we, too. When we visited him. We got. We were out there both there again. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. thought for some reason he took you one time and took me another. But wait, we were both. Oh, there. I wasn't supposed to mention that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> all right, you want to let's do the breaths and then get it. Keep yeah, because then we're gonna wrap up and go to some our readings and such. Well, wait. I don't know. I think we're ready to roll after our three breaths. Breath. Okay, let's take a breath. Okay. <sighs> I'm finally alive. Why? Because I unsubscribed. Ah. I'm finally alive! Why? Because I unsubscribed. <laughs> ah. I'm finally alive! Why? Because I unsubscribed. Ah. Yes, 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 yes. Did you want to read, read the rest of that? Um, oh, let me read this. Yeah, because this will be a perfect little yes, wrap up. and I'll that, read this yeah. little part too. Okay, I'm going back to the Easyosophy book that we opened the show with on the same page, and she just follows up that reading I previously read with this. You can get this book yourself. E-Z-Osophy, like philosophy. E-Z-Osophy by Ann Sermons Gillis. And here we go. I used to get mad at people for asking me to do things because I didn't have the courage to say no. Do you remember that? I could still catch myself doing that. Dude, I'm going unraveling that whole thing okay. at work right now. Do I remember it? How dare they ask such a thing? The nerve of them. It was easier to make them wrong than to say no. My inner dialogue went like this. If I say no, I may be rejected. I want to be needed. I better say yes because I don't want to let them down. If I'm needed, I will be wanted, and I will feel good. This will guarantee that I will not be abandoned. These thoughts set me up for serious upset later. That habit had to change. I had to learn how to say no and mean it. And she gives some examples. I had to learn to say no to people who were trying to convert me to Christianity. I do not need to be converted. Thank you very much. I am as Christian as I ever will be according to my values, not yours. My way may never suit you. I had to say no to Jehovah's Witnesses and to poor people begging for money. I had to learn to say no to the latest nutrition fad. I had to learn to say no to my child, to accepting board positions, and to telephone calls. People have the right to ask for things, to express their wants and needs, but we have to learn to say no without feeling guilty or ashamed. 
And that's where the uh, seeing ourselves five years from now and having that person encourage us makes this easy. And also, as harsh as this sounds, we got to take care of ourselves with that, that line Mike Dugan taught me, that a no to you, meaning a no to that idea or a no to that situation that we already feel we want to say no to yeah. is actually a yes to our real true self. Yes. Okay. You hold this. I got it. will not take me more than an extra minute, but I want to do two things. One, thank you to Chloe Hurd, who works at La Baona Elementary School and other places. She does a lot of things on her own. She's been sharing the show. Oh, thank you. She's been sharing a lot of her wisdom with me. She shared it with a substitute teacher. I only know him as Mr. B. He took my card and was very excited to hear this. It really made me realize there's a lot of teachers out there who can benefit from the show. Yes. You know, you know, I never really thought about, like, I always think of who are the people in my life that could benefit. And for some reason, it's so obvious that I missed it. I also want to send a shout out to Barry Perlman, who he was the CEO, uh, owner, the founder of Lucky Brand Jeans. Uh, you might notice sometimes on the show I wear a hat that says Super Vinyl. That is the name of the record. He literally sells record players and records in um, in like West Hollywood, on the east side of West Hollywood. A beautiful store. I'm going to buy one of those record players because we're thinking about moving. And if I do, that's like one of the first things I want to do. But I, he was excited. I told him this has become like the uniform for our show. Yes. I showed him a little bit of it, gave him the card. So, Barry, you're the man. If you're going to buy a record player and you're in Hollywood, it's uh, even just visiting the store, it's all vinyl and amazing sounding record players with tubes and stuff. It's, those are the best. Yeah. So thank you to Barry. And then I'm going to take us out with just this little bit. It was, it's from a reading. I'm not sure who wrote it, but it's um, Michael Schoonover sent us this. It was in Unity Daily Word, a magazine of mental sunshine is what it was originally called in 1932. Why did they get rid of that subtitle? Because that just hearing that yeah. wakes up my mind and makes me feel... Yeah. Optimistic. That's right. Ma- what was it called? A magazine? Of mental sunshine. Of mental sunshine. And they operate. See, when people hear Daryl and Ed, they think, you guys have such a unique thing. It's not unique, man. We're stealing it straight from yes, we're still the original the- Unity. We're not. This is not like, wow, how'd you guys do it? Yo, we read the stuff. That's how we did it. We're reading these books and we're believing what they're saying. Yeah, so he says, make no concessions. Concede not to the belief of your fellows that things about you can master you. Be true to the heavenly teaching that God within you knows no defeat because it's true. Be loyal to the heavenly vision in which you behold yourself victor over outer things. And it says, listen to this. This is the best part. Can you think of the sun as refusing to shine because someone made a face at it? Can you think of the sun as conceding to someone's desire that it cease to radiate glory, warmth, and sunshine? Can you think of the sun as conceding to personal wishes that it lose its glory and cease to shine? Yes, in spirit, you are as abstract as the sun. You are unrelated to the things about you. You must shine with the glory of God in the midst of you. You must not concede to the belief that you can lack health, lack joy, or fail in your undertakings. Make no concessions to the race belief that there is something that you cannot do, something to which you cannot aspire. Ah. And this is really awakening to the fact that when you change your beliefs about these things, the whole darn thing changes and you become who you already know you are and who you keep getting glimpses of who you want to be. We're not putting this in you. It's already in you. We're just reminding you that it's there and that it's worth it. Go for it. To unsubscribe from those limiting ideas you've been hanging on about yourself. Yeah, stick with it. It's worth it. Coming up next, almighty artist Joe Williams. 
gets our sparks flying, encourages us to go for it with today's daily reading, Faith. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed from Chovo Studios. We now return to The Funniest Thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Welcome back. Well, maybe you didn't even leave, but this is the second segment of today's episode, Unsubscribe with Joe Williams. Yeah, if you ever wonder why there's like some break in the middle, no commercials or anything, it's called peeing, folks. Bathroom break. Tinkle break. Um, Tinklers. The tinklers, we call it. All right. <laughs> we got a man who's very, very creative. Um, we s- spent some time, oh, we already talked about this in the last segment, with him when we visited Unity Village once, got some cr- crazy barbecue. He's an amazing artist. You know, him and Daryl have connected deeply on that front. He used He's used his art to really bless Many veterans, yeah, and himself, and himself to help heal in his own healing and and living a joyful life. He, um, we were just talking at the break. I know that his um, the nonprofit he was running during COVID kind of dissolved, but he's gotten neck deep into his own art again. He's got a Thank sculpture goodness. that he's doing a public piece of art, a sculpture for. I guess it's going to be in the Kansas City area. Joe Williams, how are you, buddy? Good. Thank you so much for having me. What's the word on that piece of art you were mentioning that you're you're working on? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's a good uh, little piece. Um, you know, I got it installed a few months ago, and oh, okay. I'm actually making some more of them. Uh, but it's actually a hedgehog, uh, and not the animal. Um, I don't know if um, you know Ukraine really kind of hit home for me. Um, you know, with everything that's going on, me having PTSD, me being a Marine, right. uh, kind of really brought a lot of things back up. And, you know, over the pandemic, um, you know, things just didn't go well for the nonprofit. I mean, just fundraising was terrible. I mean, kind of like it was for everybody else. And, you know, when I decided to finally say no to that venture, uh, uh, you know, kind of to myself and moving on, um, you know, God just kept redirecting me on this path of like, hey, you got into this from the very beginning about one particular thing, and that was art. Yes. So get back into it and focus in and with you and yourself. And so, uh, you know, I took some time off and wasn't the best place. And um, I got back into the sketchbook and I started drawing and, um, you know, and I was following along with what was going on in Ukraine and, you know, kept seeing the images. And one of the big images that I kept seeing was, you know, seeing in downtown Kiev when they had um, all those anti-tank barriers, you mm-hmm. know, and those big metal, you know, triangle looking thingies. Yes. Um, those are actually called hedgehogs. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, they're called Czech hedgehogs. Um, and they are, you know, made, you know, in 
World War One and World War Two to really kind of stop tanks and movements. Wow. Uh, and so I developed this piece out that we we're putting around the city, um, really kind of just, you know, stopping the war. I just think it's kind of ironic of using a, you know, military uh, piece of infrastructure to uh, – um, kind of highlight that, Hey, you know, what's going on over there is not right. And, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that piece is perfect metaphor for stopping for, st but now you're using it instead of as a defensive, what it was intended for is like a defensive uh, piece of armament armament. You're actually using it as a metaphor because it, it is about the war, but it's saying let's stop aggression, which is what it does realistically. But now it's like metaphorically seeing that, yeah, let's stop it completely. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful. It's, it, yeah, it goes exactly with the topic of let's unsubscribe from war. And then what happens? We're risking meaning allowing peace. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, that was a big thing for me on the concept of the piece, uh, too, was, you know, I mean, it's really the whole conceptual part of it was using actual physical yeah. object that's used for a physical purpose in a war zone. But here we're yes. not really experiencing that. So how do we think about that? How do we stop? You know, what is the Russian war machine? What is yeah. Russians or Putin's, you know, war machine that he's got going on? Um, you know, we can't physically do anything about it, but you know, there's something that we can't think and reflect upon it about ourselves. Yes. So, you know, that's where I really wanted to kind of sit there for a minute and stop to really kind of take a link or think about like, you know, when you look at it, what, for one, what the hell is this thing? And two, you know, what is it actually about? And, um, you know, I painted it like the Ukraine colors and all that. And it's actually, uh, in a big median next to uh, the highway in Kansas City, so if you really can't miss it. If you can get a picture of that for us, yeah, we'll put it up on yeah. the YouTube channel. We'll put That'd it up. Great. On, yeah, I was you could, the same thing. If you could send it today, and you know what, I yeah. love, I love what you brought up because years ago, what this piece does, because by putting a, a war zone piece as a piece of art, and the way you've now, I, I just, we've just heard how you've um, painted it. What that does for people who've never experienced the things that veterans or people in those situations or civilians in those situations right now are experiencing, but seeing it in now such, you know, our peaceful setting here, thousands of miles away, just running around, sometimes taking our peace that we have for so long here in America for granted. It's a jarring thing to see when you see something that's used in that in those type of areas now here it makes you go oh wait a minute i don't want that like wait mm -hmm. like it wakes <laughs> us up to go wait a minute i haven't thought about this i don't want that right and by saying i don't want that to myself and you know people driving by that might even be conscious but subconsciously they're saying to themselves i don't want that so what thought replaces that even without consciously doing it is i want peace and that mm -hmm. thought by you jarring people go, oh, I don't want that. That's cool. I don't want that. They're going peace. So I, Those peaceful thoughts now that are being born out of what was complacency, just not thinking about it, is actually adding to the collective conscious that could actually help do something, I believe, 100%. to transform the situation. It at least gets us thinking in the healthy direction.
Well, absolutely. You know, and that's kind of a big reason for me is, you know, imagine driving to the studio this morning and you have to go through a military checkpoint. You have to go through these, you know, Hasco barriers. You have to go through all this. I mean, just imagine like just trying to go to that to go to work. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's what they're doing right now. And, you know, that's kind of getting to the norm of life for them. And, you know, we have this piece over here. So let's put that back out into the world and really kind of think of them about it, you know, kind of like what you said earlier um, or uh, about one of the writers I wrote in about, you know, silently blessing somebody, you know, that's something that, you know, I'm a big believer in the energy you put out in the world. You know, we need to do that, even though it could you know, be a negative object that you're looking at can still bring some peace into the world yes. or thoughts into the world that makes it a better place. Yes. So that's really kind yeah. of um, where I kind of go with it. And yes. kind of with my art, I like making ugly things. And, you know, it's just because it gets you thinking about other things, the beauty that's really out there yes. rather than what's right in front of you. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, the magic, part of the magic is in the healing. Like, this brings you healing. Yes. This comes from that creative God place within you, and then you're putting that out into the world, so that magic is going along with the piece. And I wanted to point out what occurred to me when you were talking, too, because we're talking about unsubscribing, and you had to unsubscribe to your nonprofit, right? And it's like mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to unsubscribe to the belief that because I've been teaching in special education for 25 years, that means I have to keep doing it. And yes. So a lot of times we have to unsubscribe <laughs> to something that sounds like that's the right thing to do, to keep doing it. Yeah. You know? And it's like I've had to unsubscribe. You had to unsubscribe to that and trust that the inspiration that once went into that would lead you somewhere else. And that's what's led you to this piece. And it's an amazing yeah. journey in that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's kind of what it's been. Um, you know, I, I love the nonprofit and I loved helping people out and, you know, and it just, what can you really do about it with, um, the pandemic then obviously with everything that's going in with inflation, uh, but telling myself, no, that it's time to, you know, move on and go from it. Yeah. That was the hardest thing for me is telling myself, yeah. no, cause I can tell people yes all day long. But the other time that I, you know, I noticed through that is, you know, you have this inner peace and, you know, it's easy to let that tank go by. And so, and that's what happened to me. Yeah. I let that tank run empty. Um, and yes. so now I'm trying to fill it back up. And so that's where it was just kind of going back to the genesis of this whole thing is, you know, go make something. Yes. Yeah. You know, that goes with this. Yesterday I grabbed this book off my table. I think I got it from um, maybe the University of, uh, Unity of Santa Barbara yeah. Lending Library. And I hadn't read it much of it, but I let them know who it is. I'm about to. It's called The Hidden Power by Thomas Troward. And he's the one that inspired Emmett Fox. Emmett Fox would yeah. see. He was a judge, a British judge who was in, um, I guess you would call stationed in India at the yes. time. Yes. And he learned, came aware of these higher spiritual ideas during right. his time in that culture. Yeah. Brought him back to England and that's where... It started moving the whole thought movement forward for right. and from I think, Thomas Trower. See, this goes along with what we're talking about, which is the creative power that inspires us from within is the most important thing to stay attuned to. It's not just clinging to the things we've made. If, if we're right. being called to move on to something else, then we need to bless what we made, appreciate it, appreciate what we've learned from it, and keep moving. Yes. Because that same power that brought us there is going to bring us to something else. Yes. He, he says... If we clearly realize that the creative power in ourselves is unlimited, 
then there's no reason for limiting the extent to which we may enjoy what, when, what we can create by means of it. Where we are drawing from the infinite, we need to never be afraid of taking more than our share. This is not where the danger lies. The danger is in not sufficiently realizing our own richness and in looking upon the externalized products of our creative power as being the true riches instead of that creative power of spirit itself. Oh my goodness, I gotta share this. Um, one of the things I'm doing, I, I also, I might as well make an announcement. If you're in Chatsworth or in Los Angeles on Saturday, January 28th at 2.30, yes. Ed's going to make a special guest appearance too. I just said that to force him to go because now he can't back out. So uh, it's going to be our, a workshop titled Let Go and Have Fun at Fart Camp, which is really kickstarting <laughs> your your creativity. Yeah. So in one the exercise, one of the exercises I have the students do you know, because I know Joe, um, I know Ed feels gets in these predicaments. I know you do because we've talked about it. Plus, we're all creative artists. And, you know, you don't have to be creative to be creative, folks. So I don't want you to think any any artist is any greater, more creative than you are with whatever creativity nope. comes to you. But the thing. Yeah, we're all creating. All we get time. into this I, where we start making, which goes along with Troward, too big a deal of our create creativity activities that we start shying away from them. You know what I mean? So I try to keep my daily creativity, like you said, bringing out your sketchbook when you're a sculptor, you know, that's okay. I'm going to have fun here instead of just constantly thinking, Oh, well this, does, I, why I do this? I'm really a sculptor, but the sketching, you know, is the gateway. Or what am I going to get out of this? This is yes. going to make me money. What am I doing here? Exactly. So <laughs> one of the exercises that I find very beneficial is uh, making a simple mail art, you know, using a postcard, creating a postcard with something you created, right? But then mailing it to someone. And this does two things. One, because it's a, seemingly unintimidating item to create which is a postcard right right um but you may discount it why would i do that that's not real art but the motivation to send something to a friend kind of gives you the impetus to move forward and do it right. because it's just for a friend your inner critic start, doesn't think about it being perfect right and what happens is every time the participants and when i do this i'll end up doing something really incredible on the postcard yeah now here's the kicker so much so that some of them i don't want to mail to kirk or ah. my friend because i'm like this is too good i don't want to give it away and that's the moment i know i need to mail it yeah because it goes with troward when we're generous with our art yeah and like i'm willing to to give it away to like you giving it away to the public, like not, you don't keep your artwork in your backyard. You know, I don't, you know, a lot of the paintings I make, I go, well, I want to keep this one because I really love it. And, but no, yeah. there's something about saying, no, I'm going to give this away. I'm going to let Jen sell it at the shop or I'm going to mail this postcard away. That reinforces the subconscious connection to the reality, what Troward said, that this inner creativity will continue to grow. My ability will continue to grow because I'm letting it go. Yeah. Totally. You know, because I'm giving it away and not right. coveting it. Right. You know, it it's funny that you say that as an artist, uh, it's hard to let things go. Yeah. 
Um, and it, it just it just kind of reminds me of this, and it's funny because I like getting rid of things. It's like if you go to my house, I don't have one piece of my artwork in here because if I sit there and it's in here, I'm going to stare at it, and I'm going to find every little imperfection, every little thing I don't like, and I'm going to keep working it and working it oh, and working yeah. it until I hate it, and then it's no longer good. And so it's just getting to that point of like, nope, it's good. Let's get it out in the world yes. now, and let's do it that way. Yeah. If it sits there too long, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll sit there and start picking it. Well, oh. that's what goes on with music, too. You overproduce it. Like, if you get stuck in that echo chamber oh. and you just keep, like, letting that anxious voice tell, make the choices. I've done that before where I I um, put out music and then I listen to it later. And I'm like, dude, I should have done, like, four edits before that. I should not have listened to that last minute. Because what yeah. happens is we get these inspired ideas and we're – and then, and it's healthy, right? It's yes. a good idea. Yes. And then for me, right when I'm about to execute it in a loving, carefree, and successful way, yes. this old little weasel jumps in. He goes, I'll take it from here, boys. <laughs> and he like starts yep. to try to control the <laughs> whole thing and turns it into a bad feeling, <laughs> terrible enterprise. You know what I'm saying? It's like learning to unsubscribe to that. So that's just yes. pump the brakes and go, no. If, if this is what I've been telling my wife, I'm finally realizing that is not planning. That's just a worry. That is like real planning is when I consciously sit down and say, well, what do I want from this and make some conscious choices? A nervous little weasel. Is, ah, I'm gonna, that is not planning. That's just a nervous old tape playing. And I'm just learning to say it's fine if I do that. But let's not be confused. These are not good ideas, and I'm not going to use them. Well, I'll let them run out and whatever, but I'm not going to use them. This is not uh, later. Maybe I'll think about it in, in a you know in a, in a calm place and decide if that's really what I want to do. But I've had to make it like a practice because yes. my whole energy. I'm so identified oh. with that part of me from the past. You I've, know? Yeah, I've ruined more you good artwork that I created <laughs> by not stopping because I go. Well, I need to make this better. And yeah. now I look back and go, no, I leave it. I should have just left it alone, imperfect in that moment. I'm getting better at that. But I just want to let our listeners know and us know that we're in good company if you think this way. Yes. Because it was either Picasso. I, I'm almost 100% sure that it's Picasso who said this. But I know it was someone in that right. general atmosphere of the great artists. He said, you know, the hardest thing about art isn't the act of creating it's knowing when to stop yeah yeah and yeah. not continue you know like yeah. not continue to try to fix it yeah. it's like okay you know and yeah. i'm getting better at that 100% i'm getting much better cuz i'll go no but i'm like you joe if i leave anything in my vicinity of any of my creations too long yeah i go from wow it felt so good when it first was birthed like loving it yeah then as the weeks go by that's uh, not really it. Right. Uh, why do I even right. bother? Right. Uh, I could have done this. I yeah. could have done yes. that. You know, and it, well, and it's just funny when I get those thoughts, and I'm just glad uh, Ed, you're wearing that shirt, was uh, not today, Satan. That's, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. It gets in my head. That little weasel comes in there, and I'm like, oh, I could have done this, or I could have done that. Uh, not today, Satan. It yeah. ain't happening. <laughs> well, you know what happens, too? I, and I used to make a lot of music and everyone, you know, we make CDs and we'd end up with a closet of shirts and CDs, right? Like we were so, we were so, we wanted that in product so bad. And then so many artists that uh, they were stuck in that part where you would never get out. Like yes. it would just be, and, 
and I noticed like, I, and I, it really changed. I kind of laid off everything related to music. Although if you listen to the podcast, you'll know that all the music that we use for the show is stuff that I recorded myself. Yes. So you never know like when you rest and just let it rest. But so there's two things. One, I was thinking if we create everything and we hoard it like this, we don't have any room because we're carrying all this yeah. stuff. We need to let it go. Yes. And Daryl is, is genius in this. Uh, for one, you're right. You are getting better because now Daryl – he says to me, blah, 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 blah. You know, he'll tell me what he's thinking. And then I go, that sounds horrible. And he goes, yeah, that's why I'm telling you. I go, good. <laughs> because he knows it feels bad and he's just letting it go. And two, um, when we're holding all this stuff, man, we, we don't, our hands are, we can't, we, we, we have, can't we'll make creative things yeah, when our hands we're are holding too much stuff. Work. And what happens is it becomes a blockage to the doorway of yes. the creativity. There's no more room for anything to come out, you know? And, Mm -hmm. Last night I had this realization because I, I've been really opening to God. Like, what do I want to do next? What do I want to do next? And one thing is I want to work individually with kids because part of the difficulty with my work is that I get like 10 kids, seven kids, four kids even, and they all have all these different things they need. And that's fine. But for me, I work best. One on one. Like magic can really happen. Yes. I mean, magic's happening now. But for me, what would I like to do? See these kids in a private setting, one on one, yes. and really, dude, that would make. M and then, of course, the the weasel. Yeah, but wh wh how are you gonna make that happen? Uh, yeah, well, how's that gonna make the same amount you're making now? And I just, oh. I didn't realize it until afterwards. And this is helping clarify. It's like I realized if I didn't have any concerns with money, yes, and I just wanted to do something fun. That's would be actually fun for me. Yes. I like doing it. It's like sculpting for you or whatever, you right. know, drawing. I really feel that way. When I'm working with the kids that I work with, it's fun. I get I get energized by yes. it. It's a creative so I realize mm -hmm. I gotta do it. I don't know how it's gonna look. I'm not gonna force it, but I'm not I'm not gonna write it off and let the weasel go. You're never gonna I, I, I'm thanks for like, hanging out with Daryl so much. It really like I caught myself and I was like, No, that's a good idea. Yes. In, in a generous universe, that's something you have to give away yes. and you want to give it away. Like it's basically, I've been telling people I'm an educational healer. I want to just have like an educational healing practice. I don't know how that's going to be. Like even saying it, it's like sounds way too big for something <laughs> I could even do, but It doesn't sound too big for me thinking about you, but for you, because yeah. you still are subscribing. Like right. well, if you said that about me, I'd feel yeah. the same. Because we still, about ourselves, subscribe to these tiny little ideas. Well, I told you this it's week. It's crazy. I just realized that in the past, my job consultant, and you, people might be able to relate to this. You might want to unsubscribe if you're like me. I had to call him and tell him, look, I got to break off the partnership because my both my job consultant and my financial consultant, I realized this week were the were the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper was my job consultant. He he was death. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Everything was you're gonna die. Don't do anything. So I had to unsubscribe and, and I had to get a new job consultant, which is inspiration, which is life, which is you know, inspired ideas. And you're talking about the consultant. In my head. head. Yes, yeah. in our head. I had a grim reaper in my head that would crush all my great ideas, <laughs> right? And nothing would get off the ground because you go, oh, this isn't going to work. And I go, oh. you know, I, I would feel but so, I, yeah. I will say there's a good way of battling that out. And that's something that, you know, if people that are listening out there, 
Um, I highly suggest getting a sketchbook. Um, you don't have to draw, you don't have to, you know, do whatever, but fill the pages, whether you write, you draw or anything right like that, but put the good creative juices out there, but also put the bad creative juices out there as well. Too, yeah. Because a lot of times when I get stuck in my own head, you know, I let that, that weasel becomes one, it becomes two, it becomes three and it yeah. just starts going, going, going. Um, but when I put that on a piece of paper, then, you know, I close my notebook and, you know, I go meditate or, you know, I come back and look at it the next day and I look at it and I'm just like, I was worrying about this. That was the, that was dumb of me just thinking about that. And right. so, yes. you know, when you get it out of your head and out into the world, you know, or onto something physical, then you can actually look at it, appreciate it for what it is, you know, whether it's good or bad. But it'll let you kind of direct your path on where you need to go. And, you know, you keep doing that. And then eventually you're going to get to a spot to be like, wow, I didn't realize how I got here. You know, and it's just those little steps of, you know, getting out, getting out of there. So really yeah. saying no to yourself. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. A big thing. Well, you know, I woke up last night. I couldn't sleep. And I was like, I know now it's like there's a part of me waking me up trying to get my attention. And last night, I was in the past, I've been very understanding with myself, but I was just like, dude, come on. I don't want to wake up. I want to go to sleep now. And, but I eventually, I did get up and I just started writing it out. And I, it was a part of me. And this goes, this is the transformation of the Grim Reaper, really. Because the Grim Reaper, when you were talking underneath, it's a joyful guy who doesn't want to do that job. And well, he wasn't meant to be the financial <laughs> consultant. Right. He wasn't meant yeah. to be the job. He just wants to go out and dance and he, like, ha ha. He takes off his hood and he's like, that wasn't, I was never the Grim Reaper all along. And so I, my version of that too, even just, I just wrote, wrote it all out. And he was like, that voice, same voice was just like, basically F everyone. No one knows what I want to do, but me. I'm the only one who knows what I want to do and it's outlandish yeah. and I'm going to let myself do it. And once I gave him free reign, he was like, ah, I feel so much better. No more constipation. Oh, oh my God. The Grim Reaper almost ruined uh, my day last night too. Oh yeah? My day last night. I'm uh -huh. like Ringo Starr. <laughs> it's a hard day's night, blokes. Hey, that'd be a good song. No, but yeah. <laughs> because yeah, <right? laughs> I started thinking, because I'm so excited to do this uh, workshop called Let Go and Have Fun at Fart Camp. Right. <laughs> About, you know, opening, because, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but then the Grim Reaper guy, I don't know if that was a good idea to title that, because, you know, people interested. This is how my yeah. like this Grim Reaper, he's kind of intelligent, but weaselly at the same time. Yeah, of course. Um, people who would really benefit from that class, they're not going to understand, you know, let go and have fun at Far Camp. Maybe you should have titled it, you know, Kickstarting Your Creativity or Creative Recovery. <laughs> and I had to just throw it up going, no, this is garbage. And another thing, like, I, thank God I was able to release that because yeah. I, I have friends now that's, and I go, no, the right people are going to show up and they're going to get it and they're going to be the people I want to hang around with. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, want to yeah, attract yeah. the wrong people. But the other thing is those, those voices that think they have to teach us how to, like the, I'm talking about the negative voices yeah, yeah, in our yeah, heads, sure, like these sure. grim reaper types. It really is, they don't want to be doing it. You made it clear because... That job that they're thinking that we need to be worried about, they really just want to be told, no, no, God's going to handle that. Yeah. And then the groom goes, oh, thank God, because now I don't have to tell you all these frightening thoughts I yeah, was having. Yeah, exactly. He's really? really our servant, 
but we forgot that he was our yeah. surrogate. And we stopped giving him directions, and he started running the show, and that's when things got off the off Yeah, filter. so then the subconscious starts working on our behalf and going, oh, you're right, we don't have to worry about how that's going to come about. Right. We just have to keep being enthusiastic about how much we enjoy the idea of doing it this way yeah. and acting this way in our life right, right now. Right, right. And don't worry, the big deal will come together. Right. You don't need to worry about how. That's right. Well, that it's a funny point. You talk about like money and how and directions and path. Um, I, I'm a firm believer on just kind of letting things go because I think there's too many times in my life where I force myself into one direction that um, I should never have been on. Um, yes. Yeah. And you know, I'm I'm doing good. I'm putting good out into the world, and you know, kind of expecting this, but it's not really where my heart lied. And right. so, you know, it took the pandemic, it took COVID, it took all this other stuff to kind of kick me back over yes. onto that path and do it. And I think that's where people get in their own head too much. Well, I got to do this, this, and this, do it. Well, if you do those things you love, eventually you're going to get to a spot to where you're not worrying about those other things. Yeah. That little grim reaper that's in your head. It's funny to me, you know, I think of like when we're Neanderthals, like don't go into that cave. There's something there yeah. going through there. Well, now we're going in today's age. We're like, oh, like, you know, you get a million other million different caves now. And so it's easy to get in there. Just saying, no, 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 we're not going right. to do this. We're going to go down this path. You know, we're going to go down to this where it's making me happy. It's not the easy way. It's not the hard way. But it's where my heart is leading yes. me, and I, yeah. God will get you back over to that. And that's that's what I'm a big, firm believer in. Eventually, somehow, some way, you're going to get kicked back to where you should have yes. been yes. in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's the inspired way, man. Yes. The, my, my, I just learned recently, my grand, great, great, maybe great, maybe three greats, very great guy. My grandfather from Germany, my great-great-grandfather, great-great-great-grandfather from Germany, Hopped on a boat in 1864. His name was Gustave. His name was Gustave. And in French class, my all four years I took French, I didn't even know this at the time. I took the name Gustave because I thought it was funny. Turns out that was actually the name of my great-great-great-grandfather. Unbeknownst <laughs> but to you at he, the time. Yeah, unbeknownst to me. He hopped on a boat in 1864 and came to the United States from Germany, immediately joined the Union Army and fought in the Civil War. And I was thinking, we've lost all sight of what risk is. You know what I'm saying? Like about how crazy life is. Yeah. Like the people that did this stuff, like the things that like, and it, because it's all consciousness. When we believe yeah. something is bigger than us, it becomes bigger than us. But when we have the spirit of inspiration in the way you just described, yeah. it's like, God, compared to what he did, like the risks I'm thinking of taking are like nothing. The risks any time before nineteen, before the early forties were huge because there was no antibiotics. You, right. If you got a scratch, you better hope that thing is healed and doesn't get infected. <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's amazing the things we make ourselves concerned over today. Yeah. Life is this, it's so crazy that it's either this inspired, amazing thing, or it's completely scary and chaotic. Right. Yeah. I mean. This guy got on a boat from Germany, came to the United States, fought in a war where they basically like had a house band playing drums. You had to like line up at a certain distance. <laughs> like the fa the fact that that was even called a war, it was so insane the way they did. Like 
human existence is so wild. And sometimes it's good to tap into that and realize, like Einstein said, it's either a friendly universe or it's not. And we got to decide. And if it's friendly, we got to jump in and start living it fully while we're here because it's a very cherished thing we have here to live this life and tap into this. Well, he also said, the more I learn about the universe, the more I, I come to realize it's benevolent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we have to realize it. Otherwise, we see our own shadows that we're casting out onto everything. We see our own limited perceptions projected out. And, that, and uh, that's, where, that's what the show is all about. That's what these tools are for. Uh, Joe, can we get the daily word? Do you have the daily word there? Yep. All right. All right. Saturday, January 21st, 2023. Faith in God helps me believe in myself. I am a divine being endowed with an abundance of powerful spiritual gifts. The love that emanates from the heart of God, the power and the strength that keep me rooted in the truth and the imagination that sparks my creative spirit, fuels my dreams, are not just in God, they are in me. Co-creating with God means using my divine gifts mindfully and with intention. I deepen in faith as I trust I am meant to use my spiritual inheritance to create the life I wish to live and to reach my highest potential. Faith gives me the assurance to trust myself and remember I can do the seemingly impossible because I am not alone. God is with me and within me. I place my faith in this trust and feel confident and capable in mind and body. Wow. And look, that's little down there. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. James 2.24. Wow. That's the beauty. When we trust this stuff, as much as we don't overly cherish the things we create, we do end up creating amazing yeah. stuff. We're, I'm always surprised by my ability. That's the thing. Like, I'm sure you are, Joe, and you too. When we trust and let go and like go for yeah. that inspired idea and create that thing, that initially felt good and not talk us out of it or making that brush stroke or, uh-oh, or welding that thing. Up. I don't know. Maybe I should just leave. And we go for it because it was inspired. And now you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Right. Like that's the that's the real joy of yeah. creativity. Yeah. When we allow ourselves to unsubscribe wow. I, yeah. to excessive carefulness. Yeah, let it come. And then just let it go. Woo! It's that's, a high that's like That's how no I other. learned I'm a writer because yep. – I would write lyrics and then I wouldn't even know what they meant. And then I would like a year later look back and go, wow, I did know. I like this knowing was there. So I've learned to trust that so much. Like it's changed my life. Creativity has changed my life because something is born through me that I have no idea where it's coming from. But I know it's good and I feel it. That it has changed my life, man. Joe? Yeah. No, I think a big part for that – that reading for me was, you know, the, my spiritual inheritance to create the life I wish to live and to reach my highest potential. I think a big time, a big thing that, um, that little weasel that gets onto us is, Oh, I got to have this job and I got to do this. I got to make this amount of dollars and X amount, you know, whatever, you know, we're going down that path of, you're not just, you're not living life anymore. You're just in life. If that makes sense. Um, and that's where just kind of letting go. Cause you know, you could be run a great successful business and you could absolutely hate life. And it's just not the path that you're supposed to be on. 
And if you're in that position, something's going to happen to where that business or whatever else is going to go away and it's going to be a dark spot. But then you're going to get kicked back over to the path of like, hey, you know, this has always been in your heart's desire. Yes. But your mind has been over here doing this. So let's go along with that, you know, heart side path and see where that leads you. And that I think that's where I know for me personally, it's like, wow, this is I feel better. You know, I'm not as anxious anymore. I'm not worrying about this, this and this. And when I create somehow it just, you know, the opportunity of, hey, Joe, will you come in and do a sculpture for us? Oh, wow. But that, that just fell yeah. into my lap. Like, where did that come from? It's like, yes, you know, it. it, it, it it all circles around and it's just where you put it at and where's your heart at, where's your mind at and, you know, finding that balance. But a lot of times it's, no, I can't do this anymore. I need to go do this. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Yep. You know? yeah that's yes. where I'm at, man. It's unsubscribing, yeah. unsubscribing to what I think I ought to do, ought to be mm-hmm. doing so then I can be redirected by God to what really feels good. And actually I'm always well provided for. My needs are always met when yeah. I'm in that place for all of us. Dude, Joe, thank you for coming on. My inspired yeah, idea you. that I just had, if you ever want to come out here, man, be in the studio with us, we will fly you yep. out here. Daryl, you have a studio. You could stay in your guest house and <laughs> create something. Em. Yeah, we could stick them in there Yeah, somewhere. he has a whole guest house art studio back there. We will fly you out, man, <laughs> and spend some time with us, dude. We love oh, you. Oh, wait, he's coming out. I am about that art project, yeah. When are you going to be here? I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm still kind of planning the details out on it. So let's see if we uh, can get you in the studio. Summer, get out there. Yeah. So I got a little art project that I've been working on. Okay. So uh, well, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully. All right. Yeah. Well, keep us in the loop, man. We'd love to have you in studio. We have a short uh, little story we like to always about share you about you from when you were in first grade. You may or may not remember this. It's amazing <laughs> stuff, man. When little Joe Williams was in first grade, it was clear he was destined to be an artist. His teacher asked the class if they had ever heard of Leonardo da Vinci. Little Joe raised his hand, and when his teacher called on him, he shouted, I know who he is. My mom showed me a book about him. He painted that lady with a bad tummy ache. Joe's teacher was a bit confused. Tummy ache? By God, which painting do you mean, Little Joe? Joe smiled with pride. The Moaning Lisa. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, wait. Here comes Abba Dabba Doo. Abba Dabba Doo is coming in the studio to sing us out, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Hello. Abba Dabba Doo. Where are you going to stand today, sir? Uh, I don't know. Can you see where you are? How about this? <laughs> I'll start with you here. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Ready? Let's hear the. I gotta see if that you change t- your mind. I'm the first in line. How many I'm still free? Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. I've got no place to go when you're feeling down. Take a chance on me. Oh, come on, give me a break. Take a chance on me. Whoa. Visit DarylNed.com to find easy links to everything we do. And thanks for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. If you're all alone when the pretty birds have flown, honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. Gonna do my very best and it ain't no lie If you put me to the test, if you let me try Take a chance on me That's all I ask of you, honey 
take a chance on me. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.